Hey, what's up, guys? This is Mario with Rugged 33 Podcast. Um, excited to do this uh, podcast today. It is April, uh, Monday 18th, 2022, and I'm coming to you from Central Asia. Um, last week, uh, I went over, just a recap, last week I went over uh, me being detained, fine, having to pay a bribe. Um, it was just... It was insane. It was just a very stressful time, and um, and this week I'm going. We're going over uh, me having to exit um, the country that I'm in and going to Kazakhstan, and first wondering if I'm even gonna. They're even gonna let me out of the country, and so uh, that's what today's podcast is. I want to just thank all the listeners. Hey, if you like Rugged 33 podcast, make sure you share it with your friends. You could find us on all, um, on all major, um, apps from, uh, Apple to Spotify. Um, definitely rugged 33 is out there. Now, if you're listening from central Asia, you cannot listen to this podcast on Spotify. You have to go through Apple podcasts or another, um, Avenue, another app. So you're willing, you can go ahead and check it out on, um, on Apple. So with that being said, again, I just like to thank all the listeners and all the supporters that are out there. So this past week, um, Last Monday, I ended up getting my exit visa, but I wasn't sure how that was going to go because um, just not knowing I've had issues the last time I, I tried to leave, they didn't even allow me to leave. And I first had to buy an exit visa and pay the fine, pay a bribe, and then um, it was time for me, it was going to be time for me to leave. And so this Thursday, I... I uh, went ahead with a few of my friends. We went to the airport, and this is how it went. So we get there, and they're like, okay, Mario, you go first, and we'll follow you um, once you're going through customs to leave the country. And we're, f- we're flying to Kazakhstan, Almaty. Now, Almaty is, um, is actually where they were having the Kazakhstan, uh, revolution not too long ago. Um, a lot of young people died. It was, this is just crazy. And the president there, um, is, uh, a shady, a lot of bribery, a lot of, um, you know, just, uh, this guy basically wants to be the president for the rest of his life. And so the Kazakhstan people were like, we ain't having it. And actually with Kazakhstan, as you, probably know they're known for um Borat um and so jokingly I was telling my friends like hey when we get there would it be okay if I mess if I mess you know um uh, mention Borat and they're like no they do not like him and if you know anything about that guy he was just like off the wall actor who um played this guy that was just totally off the wall and just did crazy things. And supposedly he's from uh, Kazakhstan, but he's not. So anyways, so I'm in line to go through customs at the airport and 
I pull out my paperwork, I pull out my passport, my boarding pass, and my exit visa. And my exit visa is printed out on a, on a piece of paper, and I hand it to the officer. Now, when I'm ha- I hand it to the officer, he the officer just looks at me, puts his head down, and he he's obviously reviewing my paperwork, looking at the computer. And at this time, I'm already stressed because I'm like, the last time I tried to do this, they didn't allow me to leave. They detained me, you know, find me. I couldn't even leave until I got the exit visa. So here I give it to the officer. He's looking at it and reviewing it. And at this time, I'm already like sweating bullets. I'm stressed. I'm praying like, all right, God, you, I mean, let me get out of the country. And what seems like forever Again, the officer's reviewing it, and I'm like, okay, what's going to happen? And sure enough, he raises his head, and he's like, visa. And I'm like, bro. And then I'm like, "Uh, I mean, sir, you have everything. You have my passport. You have my boarding pass. You have my exit visa. And then he says, visa. And I'm like, sir, everything is right there. Everything that I have is right there for you to look at so that I can leave. And he puts his head down and then he says, do you speak Russian? Like, of course, in broken accent, you know, he's like, do you speak Russian? And I'm like, no, I don't speak Russian. I only speak English and (laughs) and broken Spanish. You know, my English is better. And then he's like Russian. And I'm like, no, I don't speak Russian. So at this time, I'm like, no, right? Just like sweating bullets. Like, come on, man. This can't happen again. And so he leans over and gets another officer. And the officer's like, you don't speak Russian. And I'm like, no, I don't speak Russian. Uh, There's my visa. All my paperwork is there. And mind you, I'm trying to be calm and collective I'm sweating bullets I'm probably sweating through my shirt at the time and I'm stressed from what happened last time and I'm like come on like I don't want to be detained I don't I, I I'm like major stress at this time so my friend hears what's going on and she comes and she's she talks to the officer and again, I'm waiting for a translation. She's talking to the officer and I'm waiting for them to finish. And so I could hear them, you know, they're talking in Russian and I'm just like, what the heck is going on? And so I turned to my friend, I'm like, Hey, is everything okay? And then she's like, yes, everything will be fine. And they're talking and still, I do not know what is going on. And finally, the guy, the officer looks up and he smiles and more of a smirk. You know, he smirks at me and I'm just like, what is going on? And then he's just like, you could go. Now, mind you, to me, it seemed like forever. And really, it was only maybe about the whole interaction was maybe about five minutes in that but five minutes but in that five minutes it seemed to me like forever because again I'm stressed I'm like man what the heck is going on are they gonna let me out or not so they let me go 
it's fine. So I'm so happy. I'm like, Hey, it worked. The exit visa worked. Now I could leave the country and I'm headed to Kazakhstan. And the reason why is because I had to reset my visa. I'm allowed to be here. Uh, I'm, uh, for 60 days, I'm waiting for my volunteer visa and that will last a year. And so my 60 days was up. And so here I'm going to Kazakhstan stay from Thursday to, to Sunday afternoon and then try and come back in because it reset my visa so that I could come back to this country. So, um, my friends, they get through perfectly fine. We go to a coffee shop inside the airport and we're sitting there and they're like, do you know, do you know what they said? And I'm like, no, not at all. What, what were they saying? And so my friend, my friend starts laughing and she's like, well, first of all, the officer, you know, he was, he was giving you a hard time. Um, and, uh, basically the conversation, she was explaining to me the conversation. And so, um, both of my friends are just cracking up like, Oh my gosh, only in our country, you know? And I'm like, what, well, what went on? And so she's like, well, first of all, um, when I heard them say, do you speak Russian? I was like, what the heck is going on now? You know, her point of view, she's telling me and she's like, what's going on now? And she's like, I was already praying for you. You know, we had been praying for you that they're going to let you exit. And so she's like, when I heard them question you about, do you know Russian? I was like, Oh, here we go. And so she's telling me, (laughs) she walks up and she's like, is everything okay? And the officer's like, and who are you? to her, you know, and then she's like, Oh, I'm, I'm his friend. And we're, we're all traveling to Kazakhstan. Well, why are you traveling to Kazakhstan? We're, you know, just for vacation and uh, for holiday. And so he's like, well, who are you to him? Is this your, your, your husband? And then she's like, no, he's, he's a friend. And then he's like, am I, um, am I his brother-in-law? So not knowing in this country, um, there has been actual, and you could look at it, you could fact check me on the, you know, on the internet, but here, um, when foreigners hang out with women from this country, it's not looked upon well where actually foreigners have been beaten up for hanging around with, um, you, you know, with a local woman and mind you, uh, most of the times I'm not, as you guys know, I'm not with a woman by myself. Um, but we're out in public and we'll go to a cafe. We'll all go hang out, stuff like this. And, so here it's the local men do not like when um their women air quotations hang around with foreigners and so this is why the officer has an attitude and he tells uh my friend he's like well am i his brother-in-law and i'm like what the heck is going on 
like, what is up with these guys? And so my friends are laughing. They're like, uh, a lot of our people here, they don't have boundaries. You know, they'll ask like, you know, that he was asking, am I married to you? Am I in relationship with you? Um, all the, you know, things like this. I'm like, what the heck is going on? So she's like laughing. Our other friends cracking up laughing too. Like, oh my God, I can't believe this, you know? So yeah, I did. I did get out of the country um, with no problem, but I didn't know it was no problem because I couldn't understand what they were saying. And so here I was like freaking out. I'm stressed. I'm praying like, come on, Lord, let me get out. And the whole time this guy's questioning my friend, whether or not we're in a romantic relationship and, and for the podcasters or listeners out there, no, we're no, definitely not good friends. Amazing. It's awesome. So we're sitting in this cafe, having that ice latte talking about what was going on. They're asking me, well, how did you feel? I was like, man, I thought I was, I thought they weren't going to let me out. You know, again, I was just stressed from the last situation. And so looking back, we could laugh at it. We were sitting there just laughing like, Oh my God, how good. First of all, how good God is that the first time I did get detained, I didn't get arrested. They let me go. I had to pay a, you know, a fine and a bribe, but we, I can look back at it now and laugh when at the time I was super stressed and I was actually really stressed and concerned up to the point of exiting, leaving the country. Cause I was like, are they going to allow me to leave? What's going on? All these things going through my mind, you know? And so for me just to get through, I was so excited. I was so thankful to God that I was able to get through. And so we jump on this plane and it was only like a 30 minute ride to Kazakhstan. Now, normally um, you could drive across. It's like if you're from LA and you drive across to TJ to go have tacos and we used to do it all the time. Being from Los Angeles, you could drive to Mexico and it takes longer to come back across because of traffic um, into getting inside the country, you know, inside Mexico. So it's basically like that. It's basically driving from LA to uh, TJ. And it's the same amount of time, two hours. And so people do this all the time from Central Asia into Almaty, Kazakhstan. But because of the revolution and everything that's going on, they had closed the border. So I wasn't allowed to drive across, have some tea, reset my visa, and then I would be able to come back. This time, I had to fly. And so it was only a 30-minute um, ride to in the airplane. And the airplane was really nice. We get into Almaty and... Um, of course, people are asking, oh, taxi, taxi, do you need taxi, you know? And so my friends are like, yeah, we need a taxi. So they're dealing, they're they're figuring out how much it's going to cost for us to get to our stay. And so um, basically it costs us 20, like 20 American dollars. Their dollar is, it's called Tenge. And it cost us about 20 American dollars, but I didn't know we got hustled because it was like $4, $5 US dollars 
we took Yandex. It's basically like Uber for Central America or Central Asia. And to get back, it cost us like five US dollars. So that just tells you about the taxi service. So we got taken initially um, getting to our location where we were going to stay. And so anyways, what ends up happening is uh, we get in a taxi and it was cool. I, I mean, this guy, we didn't know it was going to be a nice Mercedes Benz four door. He loads up our, our luggage and takes us to the hotel and where we're staying at is pretty nice, reasonable. We we're there for three days and, um, it was just, just really, really nice. Now, Amati, let me paint a picture for you. I don't know if any of you have ever been to Seattle, but it's probably like one of the cleanest cities in the United States. It's like city plus mountainous. And it has freeways. It has nice pine trees. It's like forest. I mean, it's super clean, but it has all city amenities. And Amata was like this. It has like Starbucks. I was like, what the heck? They had Pizza Hut. They had Hardee's. Um, they had um, McDonald's, uh, Burger King. They had Christian Dior. They had amazing malls, like three-story malls. That I mean, it, they were super progressive. But it was a really clean city, and everybody was really kind and really nice. And so we got there, and um, we hung out. We went to go have some tea. And everybody went to their rooms. And the next day we went to um, the malls. We w went walking around. Um, they even had a van store. Yeah, I bought some vans. And so they had van store. They had, I mean, they had everything. I was like, what the heck? Yes, they had Timberland. They had Tommy Hilfiger. Anyways, they had all these, uh, these, these stores in this mega mall. And it was just beautiful and amazing. And so we get there. The crazy thing about the prices, though, is vans normally are about, what, 65, maybe 70 bucks. Well, there they're double. It's double the amount, I guess, you're paying for shipping from the United States. But the mall was nice. It was cool. It was nice and relaxing after we went to the mall um, and shopping. We went around when they had some nice dinner. We actually went to this, it was called Little Brazil, and it was this uh, chucasqueria, you know, and Brazilian meat. They actually served horse meat. I was really surprised on a skewer. I, yes, I tried it again. It wasn't bad. Um, but we went there for dinner, and it was an experience. We we ate. It was, it was good times. So the next day, uh, we met up, and... Of course, I, I was like, man, I want to go to Starbucks. And so we go to Starbucks. After Starbucks, we went inside this um, Russian Orthodox church. And it was so beautiful. I was telling my friends. I was like, man, I had never been in a Russian Orthodox church. But it was so beautiful. It was so nice. And, I mean, just the gold, the religious emblems. Um, I've never seen anything like it in person. I took so many pictures and videos. You could follow me on Instagram. It's private, but just go ahead and request, and um, I'll let you in on Instagram. So 
I post a lot of stuff in my little storyline on top. So you could follow pictures there, videos there more than, than my actual feed. And so, but we went in and it was so cool. People were so kind and nice. They let you take pictures in there and, and people were lighting candles. They were praying. And I was trying to be very discreet. And yes, they allowed you to take pictures and videos. And then, um, I met actually one of the priests and he spoke very limited English. He was really nice. I took a picture with him and he was just really kind and really nice. And so it was just, I was just taking it all in. It was so nice and, um, colorful and the paintings and just the women that were cleaning, you know, um, polishing, um, they were caring for the actual church. It was, it was quite interesting. And if you want to see videos again, go to my Instagram. And so, um, it was cool. There was a baby baptism. I got to experience that and see that. And, um, that was probably one of the highlights of going, of going to Kazakhstan was going to the Russian Orthodox church and just to check it out. And it was quite the experience. And so after that we left and we went sightseeing again, we ended up going to Coke. They call it Coke Tebe. And I'm probably not even saying it right, but it was like this mountain amusement park and they didn't have crazy rides. You know, they had a Ferris wheel, they had, uh, a big swing, uh, big swings. Um, they had some exotic animals, um, monkeys. Um, they had a raccoon. Um, it, it was very sporadic exotic animals, but it was pretty cool. They had a lot of snakes, anacondas, pythons, uh, meerkats. Um, so we just went walking around. It was almost like this miniature carnival. And, um, so we went walking around, we ate, it was nice and hot. Again, you could, you could see, uh, pictures, but I took the, we took this cable car that went up this mountain and it was like, I think it's a, a mile long, or maybe, maybe less, but you could see all of Almaty, you could see all of the city. And so we went up there and we hung out and we actually took pictures <laughs> He dresses Genghis Khan. Um, I took a picture sitting like in this throne and actually had like this golden eagle on my arm. It's a real golden eagle. It was really, really cool. And so I was able to do that. And we just, we explored Amate. We went out and hung out at night. We did actually eat Pizza Hut. They wanted to try American pizza. So I took them to Pizza Hut. I'm like, this is trash compared to like really good pizza, uh, pizza plus and rip in California is amazing. And East coast pizza, New York pizza is amazing. I said, but this is pizza. And they're like this, they're talking about pizza hut. We ate pan pizza, uh, Supreme with jalapenos. And they're like, this is the best pizza I've ever ate. I'm like, really? I'm like, hate to burst your bubble, but this is trash in comparison to other American pizza. They're like, well, we like this pizza. It's awesome. So, we had pizza. We had a good time. Um, they wanted to try Burger King. So we tried Burger King. I had a chicken sandwich. Um, but we ate also. We went to a, a lounge and we ate and we just had a good time. It was awesome. And so 
we stood from Thursday night to Sunday afternoon. And I was so excited and thankful. I would take time out and thank God for me getting my exit visa and me just being in Central Asia and experiencing all these new things and meeting new people. And it was just amazing. And um, in Isaiah 26, 3 through 4, it says, You keep him in perfect peace whose mind is stayed on you because he trusts in you. Trust in the Lord forever for the Lord God is an everlasting rock. And that scripture came to mind when I was going through all this because there was times where I just wasn't sure. I'm like, man, are they going to let me out? Are they going to let me leave? Am I going to have to pay another bribe? Am I going to be fined again? Will I be able to come back and, you know, and finish serving in the country that I'm at? And so all of these questions, all the, I was super stressed. Like I, anxiety was trying to kick in. I was like, man, what was going on? So once I arrived in Kazakhstan, I felt relief. I'm like, okay, they let me exit. So that's cool. And in back of my mind, I was like, are they going to let me back in now? And so it was like this big buildup to Sunday afternoon. So check this out. We were so excited. We had such a good time. We were so busy while we were there and connected with other people as well. And you guys will never believe out of three of us, all three of us forgot to take the PCR test for COVID around 11 o'clock afternoon on Sunday. We're leaving at six. It dawned on one of our friends and they're like, Hey, we didn't take our COVID test. So then we thank God we found a place that would give us the results within like four hours. So it wasn't that big of a deal. We were able to go. We, of course we paid a little bit extra more money to take our COVID tests. We all took our tests. We all passed. They sent it to us an email. And then we, uh, we actually went to the airport. The taxi picked us up from the hotel we went to the airport and so we're, we're sitting there and, and I'm studying the whole time I was there, I was still studying my alphabet and, um, practicing reading. And I would mess around with my friends that would be like, Hey, we should probably study your alphabet. And I'm like, no, because dude, I'm a grown man here. I'm, I have flashcards for the ABCs, you know, they're like, no, nobody cares, you know, but the whole time I was there, I was, you know, I would study every so often and um, go over my ABCs. Imagine that um, in Cyrillic. And so uh, and then I, you know, they would point out signs and I would try and read and I would read them. But I didn't know, of course, what it meant. And so um, we get to the airport and I could feel anxiety and stress trying to come back on. Are they going to let me back in? Are they going to let me back into the country? And as I was leaving Kazakhstan, of course, I have to go through their customs. So the cool thing was, is I ended up having the same lady officer that had um, allowed me to come into Kazakhstan. She was the same lady that allowed me to leave. So when I 
seen her again. I smiled. She smiled. She's going over my paperwork. I mean, she even had like one of those jeweler eyes and she's like going over my, my, um, passport with like a jeweler eye to see if it's legit, you know? And so as she's going over, I'm just praying like, come on, Lord, like help me get through, help me be able to enter back into, you know, the, the country I'm serving, help me get through. And so she lets me go through and we go through and getting ready to board the plane. Mind you, it's only a 30 minute plane ride. We land in the country that I'm serving in and, and I could feel the stress come up again. And I'm, of course, I'm just like in my mind, like, come on, God, you know, give me peace. I need to, I need to know you as the Prince of Peace. I need to, uh, at this time. And so it's my turn to get to customs. I'm into customs and I go first and I hand them my passport, all my paperwork. And he looks at it. He smiles. I'm there for not even a, two minutes. And then he's like, go. And I was like, yes, like mighty. I was so relieved. I was so excited. I waited for my friends to come through. We high five each other. We hug each other. And we're like, first of all, I just want to say thank you to my friends. Like to have friends like this, they took time off of work. They made, they translated for me. They made sure that I got through. They made sure I was able to come back in. They helped me with all the paperwork. I mean, just really good friends and not even acquaintances, like friends, you know? And so these guys, like, I'm so thankful for them, you know? And it was cool because I was reading Romans 16 where Paul was writing to the church of Rome. And he's like, I want to thank all these guys. Well, at the same time that I'm going through this, I'm reading in Romans. And it was just cool how that all worked out, you know? And it was so encouraging to have friends that are like this and even listeners, people, thank you so much for messaging. Hey, we get, we're praying for you. We, we can't wait to hear the next podcast and what's going on. Um, let us know you're safe. So I want to thank all the listeners and all my friends, Tommy, my friend, Tommy V, man, he, he listened to the podcast. I appreciate you. I miss you. Come through, man. Come through. Yeah, you just had a personal invitation. So come through. But and it would have a good time in Central Asia. So I I was so excited and so thankful to God that he saw me through, you know, and he always does. His timing's amazing. Maybe it's not always our time, but he knows what's best for us. And so I'm just thankful. I'm thankful to be able to serve in Central Asia. The people are so kind and so nice and, and thoughtful. And the people of Kazakhstan, super nice. It was cool. The experience was amazing. Our, our taxi, one of our taxi drivers looks, looked like Putin's little brother. I tell you, it's on my video. I, I videoed him and put it on my Instagram. But there were so many cool experiences from the food to the people to the landscape to the city uh, to Pizza Hut, and um, it was just amazing. The The Russian Orthodox Church was, was just, the sight of it was really cool, 
and and the priest was very kind and very generous and very nice and for him to even take a picture with me so so i'm excited for just what's happening in life and in what god's doing in my life and being in central asia and being able to serve and you guys continue continue to to pray um i'm learning the language i'm learning the culture i had class today and my teacher is like yeah it'll take you probably about a year one year to totally get it and learn um kyrgyz language and i'm like cool because after that i need to learn russian and so she's like yeah you should be fine you'll be fine so continue um i'm serving here it's amazing my visa um uh, i'm here as you know as a blogger for a tur for a tourist company and so i write for them it's amazing it's awesome but continue to pray that that visa goes through it's it'll be good for a year and so i'm really excited what's going on i'm excited for all the listeners and my friends that consistently encourage me and message me hey if this podcast um is encouraging to you send it to somebody you know send it to somebody let them know i was i was i heard some girl today in my in at my school because my class is individual and so it's a one-on-one for two and a half hours um i'm with with the teacher poor lady anyways no she's really nice but i heard this other lady this other uh, person speaking english and so um when i left my class i saw her we introduced because here not a lot of people speaking it's very rare that you hear another person speaking english so I introduced myself to her. She was really cool, really nice. The crazy thing is after I left school, I seen her again. She was hanging out, sitting in this park. And so we got to know each other. We just started talking, chatting it up. She was really, really cool girl. And so I just want to tell you guys, hey, dream big. We serve a big God. The world is huge. There's so many cultures out there. There's so many um, uh, people and and things to experience and one thing that i do want to say is that um i'm just i'm thankful i'm thankful to live the life that i do i'm thankful to know god is a peaceful god i'm thankful for my friends it was was good to connect with tommy and jose and my other friends that message me and and encourage and the invitations open if any of you guys my friend joe Hey, any of you guys want to come out, man, I have an extra room for you and uh, just get your ticket and come through. But I just want to tell all the Reggae 33 podcast listeners, God bless you guys. Thank you guys. Make them famous. Peace out. Love you guys. Bye.